the time the kids can go to Sunday school and uh, participate in Sunday school and enjoy the time. So we're so happy there's a lot of kids. Yes, this is so cool. So cool to see their church grow in an organic way. <laughs> no matter what is happening, our church is growing. And you know, in the last couple months, there's been a lot of babies, so our church is growing, period. So uh, we're so blessed to have all the kids going to Sunday school. And uh, so the guy, like Paki will say, God bless the teachers and, uh, and use them. I just want to welcome you. If you're here for the first time, we're so happy you're here. If you haven't been here for a while, we're happy you're here too. And, um, and we just want to tell you that every Wednesday uh, at 7 in the morning to 8 and um, uh, at 4.30 to 5, we have a prayer meeting that you're invited to come and pray with us for what God is doing in our church. We always have prayer requests and we love to pray for people. Uh, right now, Chain uh, uh, Isaac have uh, his surgery on Friday and uh, finally he has his surgery. So now he's in recovery. So we, we're just praying for him that God continue healing uh, his knees and, 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 you know, and getting all better. Um, I just want to thank you all when you give to Linden Alliance. You, you allowed us just more than have the lights on and, and, and the heat and, you know, all that stuff. But you allowed us to do ministries in our communities, blessing other people uh, in many other ways, allowing to to be available in, in so many areas that sometimes we don't think about it. It just happened. So when you give to Linden Alliance, I, we are so blessed that you, God is putting that in your heart to bless us. So if you don't know now before, once upon a time, we used to have a, a moment and we will pass a plate. Now we don't do that uh, for obvious reason. But, uh, but if you want to give to Linden Alliance, there's a few ways. In the back, there's envelope, and there's two boxes in the back. You can put your donation right there, or you can use more technology uh, way, e-transfers. You can say an e-transfer, a donation at lindenlines.com, or talk to Super Wanda, sorry, to, to Wanda. Super Wanda, that's how I call her. Super Wanda, and, um, and she can walk you through, and probably that will be the easiest way for you and, and to donate to the church. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you, like Paki was singing, that you can move, you can move in our hearts. God, we pray that you can quiet our minds and our hearts and the voice of uh, worries and many things that are going out so we can concentrate on your voice, listen to your word, and you can speak to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. For the next four Sundays, we're going to talk about this. And I remember this came out when I remember my teenager's time. My mom all the time will come to me and will say, oh, come on, grow up. And, and, I, and I'm like, I, I, I would get so upset and because, of course, she said it with a reason. I was doing something very silly or nonsense, and, and yes, I needed to grow up. And um, through the time, um, this word, grow up, it have it stuck in my, in my heart, had to get it stuck in, um, in different seasons in my life, 
and probably I don't have the voice of my mom telling me, oh, come on, grow up. Grow up, Jorge. And, but I can feel many times God telling me, come on, grow up. And I was thinking a while about this, you know, the different circumstances in my life, and we're going to discover, and, and through the next four Sunday areas that we need to grow up, how we can grow up in, in, in our spiritual area in our life. Maybe this is a, a call to, to grow up in life or in general, but we wanna, I want to make clear that I want to be of, offensive to you that wherever you are in your life, I want to talk about where you are in Christ with your life. And it's a question that we often will have to come to us. Where, where I am in my relationship with God. In the last couple of months, I've been meeting with a lot of people, and a lot of people say to me, I think this is a season that I need to come closer to God, but I'm struggling. This is a season that I need to go deeper in my relationship with Jesus, but sometimes I don't know how. There's so many things going up, and, and, uh, and, uh, and I don't know what to do. And I need to get closer. Um, in 1983, there was a, a, prof- a psychologist, uh, Dan Keeley, and he brought, brought a book. And in this book, he explains something that is called the syndrome of Peter Pan. That's what Peter Pan is right there. The syndrome of Peter Pan, it's not like a recognized behavior in the psychologist world. If you go to counseling, you say, I have the syndrome of Peter Pan. They say, yeah, that's maybe not a thing. But actually, it's happening so much in the last couple of years, there has been argument about actually put it as a thing, the syndrome of Peter Pan. It basically is, especially men, that never wants to grow up. They get stuck in one season in their life and don't want to move. Um, they never mature in some areas, like Peter Pan. And, and they create group, and, uh, and, they, and, and they hate, if you ever watch the movie about Peter Pan, they hate the idea of responsibilities. Let's live a lie where there's no worries. Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. I can do whatever I want. Peter Pan, the syndrome of Peter Pan is many times and also, I said, oh, this is for the guys, but also it's the syndrome of Wendy. It's a very interesting book. You should read it. Or maybe if you don't want to read, just find it on YouTube and you will hear some people talking about this. Very interesting. But the point is, we don't allow some areas in our life to grow. So I find myself to tell my kids, to tell my, uh, my, hey, come on, kids, grow up. Come on, that, we don't do that here. But many times in areas in my life, my personal life, I find myself doing the same things or the same struggles that I was doing 20 years ago. And I thought that I got it all figured out. In our own nature, uh, uh, it's in our nature, sorry, to grow up. We have to grow up. Some people grow up slower, slowly, and other people grow up faster. Uh, some people refuse to grow up. <laughs> Don't think about any name. I'm not pointing name. Just keep it to yourself. 
But the thing is, we do grow up. And we see this actually in teenagers. The teenage girl um, it will mature, it will grow up faster than a teenage boy. And actually, there's some study that say, actually, the brain in a teenage girl develops faster, and it's almost two years of difference between a teenage girl and a teenage boy. And, and, and actually, the, the, the part of the brain, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I might be saying something that's not actually correct, but I, I make sure that this part I say right, okay? But there's actually a part in the brain that, that develops sooner in, in girls that it will help with, with the decisions, how they can control their impulses and, and to do something. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, me as a boy, uh, you know, like being 14 year old, I'm like, I'm trying to be all cool, but if they put me two little to cards, toys, I probably will sit down and play with the toys. And, you know, and we see this, you know, we see this in our spiritual life that we need to grow. Uh, we can grow up in our behaviors. We can mature in our personal life, but also we need to mature in our spiritual side of us. Pastor Paki last week invited us to go deeper. If you haven't heard that sermon, it's really good. You can go to our website or YouTube, you will find it there. And he invites us, let's go deeper. Let, let's take this step, let's go deeper. Let's move out of our comfort zone and, and let's go deeper. And this invitation continues today. Come on, let's go deeper. And what deeper to mean for every one of us is very different. Very different. But the invitation there I want to give to you, let's go deeper and let's start to grow in our lives as we mature in Christ. Let's go deeper. Growth is essential in our lives. Especially when we walk in our, in, in our walk with God. We understand that God is with us. And, but, and that's good. And we need to be reminded that, that God is with us all the time. But over Christmas, I told you this, that it's one thing to have peace when God is always talking to you. But it requires a different level of maturity, a different level of faith to know to stay, have peace when God has been quiet. And in many seasons in our life, God decides to stay quiet and tell you, Jorge, or what, your name, you can put your name there. He said, just trust me that I'm in control. It depends on the relationship that you have with Christ is how you're going to walk this path. In Luke chapter 2, verse 52, look, in the very end of this chapter, he's talking about Jesus' birth and what happened, the shepherds, and, and, and Christmas season, and all this and all that. But in the very end of the, in the, in the verse, uh, chapter, Jesus, uh, Luke said this, and Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and a favor with God and men. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. Luke tells how integral is the growth of Jesus in these four areas. It's not just Jesus grow in, in, in stature and he was the, the most cool guy amongst all the Jewish guys, very popular. He doesn't say that. He, Jesus grew as 
in stature and in wisdom. Stature in the physical area and wisdom with God in the spiritual, but also in the social with others in relationship with men. So we can be a church to only grow in wisdom. We can be very wise, but we don't grow in stature. We, we can be a church that grows only in our relationship with God, and we listen to God. It's so cool, but we have no relationship with others. We can be the church, and we can have relationship with everyone, and we're so good, everyone's welcome, but we have no wisdom. And this is the four areas the, the Bible and Luke said as a, as a platform. I used to say platform, and now I say platform. Just, just saying how my English is improving, you know. I feel like I should celebrate this. Anyways. <laughs> I, you don't have no idea. I've been growing up, see. Um, <laughs> but this is a four areas, you know, how Jesus grew. And, and you know, and, and it's the same for us in our walk with God. We grow in every single area, not just in some areas in our life. Like I say, growth is very essential in our walk with God. There's a time in our life when we receive a word from God and our eyes are open and we have an encounter with Jesus. Like many of you have experienced this moment in your life. It's very unique, very special to you. Nobody can take it away from you. Nobody can deny that encounter that you have with Jesus. Maybe it happened at a very young age. Maybe it happened later in your life. The point is it happens. And your eyes were open. And you have this encounter with Jesus. And you experience his power. And that's all that, all that happened, it wasn't because you heard just one good sermon or was a good song and you were like, I needed this. All that happened by the, the power of the Holy Spirit. Myself, I, I have no power to convince you to change your life. It's the Holy Spirit job to convince you. So whenever you want to talk to someone about Jesus and it's so hard, that's not your job. You just share Allow the Holy Spirit to work and, and, and work in that person's life the same way they came to you. And the most amazing moment, the Holy Spirit opened your eyes. You remember, and myself, I remember crying and saying, Jesus, I need you. But from then, that moment, then what? What is next? And uh, what I'm saying here is not like, hey, this is the formula how you can do a little bit of prayer, a little bit of reading, so much growth in your life. I'm not saying that. Because there are seasons in our life that we grow and we're very close, but there are seasons in our life that we really go down and we really struggle. We learn in those moments that God accepts us as we are. We learn that doesn't matter how messed up we are. Doesn't matter how messed up we are. God loves us for who we are. And the Holy Spirit reminds us how loved you are, how much he cares about you. But we need to grow in that relationship with God. We all 
um, limited in a sense how much we allow God to work in our life. Sometimes we don't allow God to work in our hearts, in our mind. We say, God, you can talk to me. We can talk about behavior. I can change my behavior. But if you want to talk about loving my family, uh, I don't want to talk about that. All the rest. So we, we don't allow the Holy Spirit many times. We put uh, options. I allow you to work here, but not here. And growth is everything. When we surrender our life, as we sang in a few minutes ago, we said, all our life, I surrender. It's all our life, all our thought, even those areas we don't want to talk about it. Even those areas, they're really nasty. And they would say, no, this is too embarrassed. I'm surrender. I'm surrender everything. God, you're my Lord. That means you take control over all my life, over all my thought, everything that I am. Paul in Ephesians talk to the church and is telling about the role of the prophets and the apostles and everything that is happening. And in uh, chapter 4, verse 14, Paul said, And then will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blow here and there by every wind of teaching and by cunning and, and craftiness of, of people and their deceitful scheming. I can agree with this. There's a lot of that going on in these ages. Instead, instead, Paul says, speaking the truth in love. I love this. Speaking the truth in love. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Oh, we love to tell the truth. I will tell you the truth. You know, I went to my doctor the other day. He told me the truth, and I didn't like it. And he tried to put some love in there, but I still didn't like it. I will tell the truth to my wife, and then a big argument would happen. One of my teachers in Waiwam, in Youth with a Mission, used to say, the truth without love is brutality. But when you tell the truth with love and care, that the person who's receiving that truth is going to notice. He's going to accept it. But we want to tell the truth, you know, because you need to grow up. And that's the truth. But there's no love in that. There's no how we're going to do it. It's not how we can walk together in this process. We are called to be like Jesus. We are called to be like him. So growth is a part, an area to be mature, to be not like the pastor or that preacher or that person we admire, but rather to be more like, like Jesus. So if you have to take the step to follow Jesus, Jesus in one point in your life, I invite you, Continue growing. Don't stop there. If you had never taken that step to follow Jesus, I really want to invite you to consider and think, I want to grow. I want to know more about Jesus. And you can talk to us. You can talk to one of the pastors. You can talk to me. You can find someone. We will help you to figure out this. But at one point 
in our faith. And I want to talk especially to those who have received Jesus in their life. If that's you, awesome. I want to talk to you. Because Paul in, in the church in Galatians is, telling, is celebrating how awesome for them is to walk in freedom. To walk in, in the freedom of Jesus. That means not going back to the law. Not going back to different teachings. And, but the church in Galatians is starting to go back to actually to the law. They're starting to go back to others' issues. And, and, and Paul is trying to figure it out and trying to create, I, I think, trying to create a conscience. What is going on with you? And so in verse uh, 7 of uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 7, Paul said this, and I love this. Paul said to the church in Galatia, you were running the race so well. You were running the race so well. What's held you back from following the truth? In Spanish, when I read this version, it say, you were running the race so well. What happened? What happened? You know, uh, when I talk to a lot of you, we always go back, oh, 2019, it was so awesome. You know, we can do this, we can do that. And we, even though it was maybe something very bad, but we, we have this nostalgic, you know, about 2019 and all that. But then a lot of stuff has been happening in the last two years. Not, I'm not just talking about COVID. That's a lot itself. But a lot has been happening in our families and myself, how the impact of decisions and, and a lot of stuff. And sometime, rather than moving forward, we start to move back. And we don't realize we're going back until we can hear Paul saying, you were running so well. What happened? What, what, what is holding you back from the truth? What is holding you back from growing? What, what is holding you back to come closer to God? When I was a teenager, and I still struggle with this, but not as bad as a as long time ago, if I did something wrong and I got Busted, uh, somebody, I, I will tell you a thousand excuses why I did what I did. I was the most professional guy. I was the master of masters of excuses. Say something, I will find an excuse. That was me. I will look away. I will find something to, to say that what I was doing, it, it was bad, but uh, I was tired. I didn't have time. And, and by finding excuses, I find myself lying and lying. And, and actually, I start to believe all that in my life and, and start to get stuck in where I was. So if I ask you, don't answer to me, why are you not growing your relationship with God? You want, I bet you're going to tell me something. Oh, I've been so busy. You know, it's been... Ooh, a terrible year, you know, like work and, and all that. Sure, we all have something going on. Yeah, but my family and, and all this. The question is, why are you not growing? What happened? You were running so well. What stopped you 
What held you back? You, you, you were trying to change. You were trying to get out of, of, of these areas in your life, but then I fell. What happened? And you know, we can identify all this stuff in our life. I, I was a big fan of the movie, The Matrix. I don't know if you, you I know even if I said it right, but The Matrix that I was saying in Spanish, The Matrix is my English accent. My British on me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, <laughs> And in the movie, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And to me, the greatest prophet in the movie, Morpheus, say, say a line, a very cool line. And he, he say, we all want to know the path, but not to walk in it. We all want to know the path, but not to walk in it. And I'm thinking, yeah. Amen, Morpheus. And basically every Sunday is what we, what we do. We try to show the path. We try to show the way that we can get closer and grow and, and mature in our faith and you name it. But we cannot do that for you. We try to show Jesus. That Jesus is the best option for your life. But we cannot make that choice for you. There's a personal choice that we have to make one-on-one, me and Jesus. We can walk together, but I cannot walk for you. And I, I'm thinking, when my wife was pregnant, we, are, we were in, in the hospital, and she having all this construction, and, and it was bad. And I wish in one moment, for only five minutes, <laughs> I can take the pain away. <laughs> five minutes. I can take the pain of she can rest five minutes. You know, and continue, but that's my desire. But I can. But I can be there supporting. Giving my shoulder so she can squeeze as hard she can. Oh man, that was, was painful. But I'm there. And that's what sometimes we do. We cannot walk this path for you, but we can walk together. We can grow together in our relationship with Jesus. The path of growing, growing or going deeper is a daily commandment. It's not something we say on Sunday, today I'm going to grow in my relationship with Jesus. I'm going to go to church. And you sing, like Paki will say, you sing Kumbaya. <laughs> and, and you know, and, and you're, you're happy, you have a good hour experience of Jesus. You go home, and then, like, I'm going back to my old behavior. And then Monday happened, you're not a Christian anymore. Or at least we don't want to think like a Christian anymore. And we go back and we go back. But then, oh, Sundays again, and here I am. It's been going deeper with Jesus is a daily commitment. Not even, I will take even as one step far, farther. It's, it's an hour, it's a minute, every moment commandment. Today, because today I'm right now I'm not struggling, but an hour from now I might. So I had to commend myself. I can push through, I can grow in my life. Sometimes I have to recognize the environment where I am is not the most healthy environment. And I'm talking in your spirit. I'm not talking in, emotionally in what is going on. 
Sometimes we allow ourselves to put in, in that dark area so we don't grow. We don't surround ourselves with the right people. Rather than push us to move forward, we go back. We get confused. And Paul said, be careful with what you listen. Because if you're not mature in your faith, you're going to move from one side to another one. You're never going to know what is happening. Don't be like an infant that doesn't know. He cannot make choice by themselves. It depends on someone else. Rather than to grow in your relationship with God. I want to finish with this. Paul prayer in Colossians. And I had to go back because we did a sermon series in the book of Colossians. And I was thinking of this as I went going with this. Paul is praying for the church in Colossians 1, 9 to 10. And, and he said this. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you your spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then, the way you live, always honor and please the, the Lord. And your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. That's when you're growing. All while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. And I'm thinking... Paul, you're right. Basically what you're saying, Paul, if you want me to grow and understand why it's happening, what is happening, I need to know you better and better. It's not about the circumstances. It's about Jesus. And we, our process, uh, how we think is about the circumstances, and the circumstances are going to determine how I should live my spirituality, how I should live my faith. And Paul said, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do it that way. Do it backward." Go deeper with God, and then you're going to know God better. You have a better understanding why God matters so much in your life. I, at times, I find myself, I want to be quite honest here. I really want to grow, but I get stuck. The diet thing all over again. I'm going to start on Monday. Well, next Monday, it's always a Monday. I'm going to fast every day. Yeah, from midnight to six in the morning. <laughs> See, we find excuse. But <laughs> without joking, I, I, like, I, many times I'm like, God, I, I want to pray more. And I, I really, and, and I, I'm going to pray 368 days of the year. Yes, that's how much I'm going to pray. And, and uh, yes, I'm going to pray 28 hours a day. You know, like, but it's not exactly. I'm committed to this. And then I get out and I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to start tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, today, oh, there was a lot going on. You will not believe it. And then tomorrow. And I find myself, you know, I, you know, this is the prayer, but sometimes I find myself trying to get rid of some areas in my life, trying to get out of in other areas. That sometimes there's addictions, there's problems in the marriage, there's problems with the kids, there's problems at work, there's problems. And I'm, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, but you're stuck in the excuses and the excuses, and then you get stuck. And I go back to what Paul said, what happened? 
But you were, you were so committed, you were running so well, you were so motivated. Why you allow the enemy to stop you from growing in your life? And I really feel that God, as we pray with, with elders, we pray with other people in the church, this is a year that God really, 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 really wants us to go deep. And Paki and I, we were talking, maybe going deeper for you is different to going deeper for me, and it is. So I want to invite you, what area you overgrow? Maybe you're really good at relationship with others. But you need, maybe you need to grow in relationship with God. Maybe you're really very wise. And you can give all kinds of advice, but your relationship with God is failing. Maybe we should invest more time. We should grow in every single area in our life. You know the hardest thing? We cannot do this alone. We need each other. This is why this is so important. Because I'm not telling you, hey, come on, come on, church, grow up. Figure it out. You know, you've been a Christian so long. Come on, you know the truth. But I find myself sometimes, you know, I know, but I don't know how to get out from the mud. I need help that somebody can walk with me because my addiction, my problems, my thoughts are so strong that I don't know what to do with it. I'm so broken that I don't know how to put myself together and move on with my life. My house is a mess. My work is a mess. I don't know what to do. I need help. But that is a choice that you have to do, and we will walk together. It's not a choice. I want the best for you. I, I pray when we pray, we pray for the best for you. But there's a choice that you and I have to make. And I really believe that God wants us to go deeper and deeper. What happened? I stopped to look at you, Jesus. I got distracted. What happened? I stopped reading your word and I start to focus on other things. And what happened? Oh God, I, I really don't know what happened. I thought that I can do this by myself. I thought that I don't need other people, but I, I'm so wrong. What happened? I start to do this on my own strength. And I realize I don't have more strength to fight. I don't have more strength to fight for my family. And I thought I got it. I thought I was strong enough to figure out this. And basically what God is saying, let's go back. Let's go back. I remember one time I, I had a huge argument with my son. Oh, we arguing each other. I love teenagers. Oh, we like, and I was so angry. I was like the Hulk. I, I was so angry. I, I, you know, I, you would give me, ah, I would destroy it. My son came to me. I'm sorry. And we, we start to talk. And I still, you know, like, yeah, I forgive you. But I'm still, you know, like one of those moments, right? 
maybe you're too holy, you, you never experienced this, but, but I have experienced this several times in my life. And at one time, my son came and said, you know what, Dan? Can we press the reset button and start all over again? And I have a choice right there. Yeah, but I still remember. <laughs> Sometimes I find myself with God and saying, God, can we just press the reset button for the million time, because I, I know I need you, but I, I, I just don't know how. I just want to jump into this pool and enjoy your presence. God, I really want more of you, less of me. More of your presence, more of your wisdom, more of your love in my life, and less of me, less of my anger, less of my problem. I just want to see the world how you, you see it. I see myself, I see brokenness. You see a whole plan. You see my whole future. I want to see the world how you see it. It's time to grow up. It's time to move from when we understand that, oh, it's all about grace, it's all about love, and that's good in a season in our life. But sometimes we need to learn to fight in the storm. We need to learn to fight when, thing, when the enemy comes. We need to learn to fight. And God said, I want to give you tools to know that you're not alone. That you can come and fight. Church. I, 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 I always try to avoid the war for the years. This war, and I always try to avoid that. But I really believe after everything is going on in the last couple of years, it's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. So how that looks for you? In what areas do you need to go deeper? So I want to give you four tips, because this is not a formula. This is a tip for you. Don't do it alone. If you know you want to grow up, Find, find a friend. Somebody, you see that person mature and say, you know, I don't know how to do it. Come and talk to one of, one of us. We would love to do it with you. I, don't do it alone. Pray. As simple as it is. Don't go, oh, Father, here I come, almighty. <laughs> I think the best time for prayer is when you're driving. Don't close your eyes, though. When you're driving and it's just you and God, God, I'm going to work and I don't know what to do. Like Paki saying in his sermon, it's like I, I was so frustrated and then I'm praying and boom, it happens. And it's good when, when the, the answer comes as quick, but sometimes the answer takes long, long time. You, and God just wants you to keep pushing and pushing. Just pray. Pray. Also praise. I praise you in the storm. I praise you in my brokenness. I praise you. But the most important, take action. I'm going to do it. And I'm starting now. You know, a couple, a couple, 
I went to the doctor actually, and my doctor said, Jorge, you need to lose weight. I'm <laughs> no, not kidding, <laughs> I say. And he set a plan for me and all that, okay, I'm gonna follow. And so what are you gonna do? I'm gonna tell people about it. So I went and told people about it. Because I cannot do this by myself. And I remember when I was struggling with drugs and all that stuff and it was so embarrassing to go and tell people, especially in church, especially in church. Hey, I'm still struggling with, with, with uh, drugs and, and, and alcohol and all this and all that. And, and um, I would go to church and I still would go every now and then and get high. <laughs> and, and I remember going to church and I would tell my friend, I need help, man. I don't know what to do. Okay, we got it. And, and most of the, and my church wasn't the ideal church. I know this will never happen here. But I found the support with other people and people that weren't coming to church, they understood what I was going through. And, and God used them to, for me to come out from those areas. Don't do it alone. Don't allow the pride to take over you and be embarrassed. I, I'm struggling with my kids. I'm struggling with this. Can, can you help me? Send a prayer request. But not just a prayer request. How can you help me when I'm struggling like this? Take action. Maybe this sermon is too practical. <laughs> but I just want to remind you. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow up in a relationship with God and allow God to work in our life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we really don't know how. I don't know how. But you know. You know how much I mean it means to me to come closer to you. I, I, I really want you. God, I just pray that you give, me, give us the, the, the strength to do it. The ability to go to our home group, to our friends, to our mentors, to, to our wives, our husband, to whoever is in our life, God, to say, we need you. God, we don't want to do this alone. We really need you here. <laughs> we need you in our lives. We don't want to do this as a formula, God. We, we, like Paul was saying, we want to know you better and better. And then as he continued praying, God, we want to experience the power of the resurrection in our lives. Yes. So I know the enemy might be saying, what happened? See, you fell again. You did it again and over and over. God, I pray that you can quiet the voice of the enemy. God, there are people really struggling, really trying. I pray, God, that you give this supernatural strength to change, to overcome addiction, to overcome failure. God, help us. Help us to have a growing mindset. They were not done yet. 
We're not where we want to be, but we're going to get up and keep trying and trying and trying. I pray for your presence as we walk. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you for who you are. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I forgot to say this, but there is a, a, a psychologist who, who talk about growing mindset. And it's very cool. You can find a lot of information about this. And, and she talked of this two type of mindset in her study. Of course, there's more than that. But in her study, there is the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset will see a problem. and always trying to find a shortcut, how we can avoid that. And, 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 fail, and failure as a, you know, I, I'm never going to try this. I'm embarrassed to fail, so I'm not going to move. This is what I know, and I'm comfortable here. But there's a growing mindset. They see failure as an opportunity to grow. I'm going to try, try, try until I got it. You know, our Christian walk is like that. We try and try and try until we got it. Until we fail, we fail until we, okay, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But I will be, I will get there. So next week, I invite you. Um, if you're watching, Sunday school is running. Our, our Sunday service is 10 in the morning. Uh, weather is amazing. Oh my goodness. So cool. And I know for some people this brings some problem, but yeah, weather has been cool. And they've been happy to move water rather than snow. So this is awesome. So we were looking forward to see you next Sunday at 10 in the morning. Sunday school is running too. So if you have kids, invite your kids. We would love to have them here. And thank you for participating in our service. God bless you and have a great week. Take care, sir. Bye-bye.